Hello, this is a special report from American Dry Cleaner. I'm Dave Davis, editor of American Dry Cleaner magazine. Legislators in Los Angeles met on December 1st to consider banning single-use plastic bags used in groceries, hardware stores, and other businesses in that area. Many dry cleaners feared that the poly bags they used to package and protect their customers' clean clothes would also be affected by the proposed ban. Their concerns were addressed by both local and national trade organizations who studied the issue and added the voice of the dry cleaning industry to the discussion. The proposal, prepared by the L.A. Department of Sanitation, was heard by the city's Energy, Climate Change, Environmental Justice, and River Committee. Both the California Cleaners Association on the local level and the Dry Cleaning and Laundry Institute on the national level mobilized to get clarification on the issues. Both organizations also submitted letters stating why single-use poly bags were necessary in the dry cleaning process and why they'd be difficult, if not impossible, to replace. Taran Brown, president of the California Cleaners Association, explains that a former board member of the CCA let the organization know that single-use plastics used by dry cleaners had recently been added to the review of possibly banned items. The organizations had to work fast to make sure the voice of the dry cleaner was heard in the discussion. So unfortunately, because of the timing, we didn't have a lot of leeway in order to mobilize a lot of people. We literally had, um, it was about a week and a half, and worse yet, in the middle of all this was the Thanksgiving holiday, and so that took a couple of days out. The CCA was able to gather members of the Southern California area together and reached out to the Dry Cleaning and Laundry Institute to discuss strategy. CCA board member, former board member Jim Douglas, really took the lead uh, on this. He contacted LA City Sanitation and, and really began to explore with them what their objectives were, educated them on the implications from an operational standpoint within the industry, and began that dialogue of, okay, well, we need to work together to find a viable joint solution. Brown believes that these efforts and dialogues are key in getting dry cleaning poly bags excluded from this type of legislation. For a dry cleaning operation, there's a much bigger implication for us than there is, say, for a pharmacy or a hardware store that simply is just finding an alternative packaging source for their products. This process highlighted the value that trade organizations can provide to dry cleaners, not only in Los Angeles, but for the industry in general. Mary Scalco, CEO of DLI, believes that this type of presence is needed both at the local and the national level. To me, advocacy is sort of well-placed conversations. You need to talk to somebody, and you need to know who to talk to and what to say. So when it's on the local level, they know who knows who. You know, who knows somebody on the city council? Who can talk to somebody in the legislative arena out there. On a federal level, it just becomes a more global conversation. Scalco believes that being able to bring dry cleaners together on a regional or a national stage is one of the main benefits of having trade associations. We have the ability to mobilize all the dry cleaners in the country if we had to um, for certain issues, and we've done that in the past. Um, And we were prepared to try and do that if California escalated to the next level, because it's important for people to hear, I think, when you're making these decisions, whether it's on the local level or regional or federal or even globally, you need to hear from the industry you're regulating to find out what those consequences are. And while the ban on poly bags would have only affected L.A. cleaners for now, Scalco believes that it's important to enter into the conversation early rather than when matters have already been decided on a larger scale. 
what happens whenever somebody, something like that proposal goes through no matter where it is, it could have ramifications for the entire industry. So we want to make sure we're on top of it, whether it's at a federal level, that's easier for DLI to take the lead on. But in something like the Los Angeles City proposed ban, the California Cleaners Association being the local organization can probably be a little bit more effective because they can actually go to the meetings and show up in person if they need to. We'll also fly out if it ever gets to that point. But the idea is no matter whether it's anything that happens on the local level has the potential to affect the entire country. Scalco feels that government issues, environmental concerns, and business needs don't have to be across purposes, but it does take communication to find the correct solutions for everyone. I would think any association having those conversations, as long as both parties are willing to listen and to make adjustments, you're going to come out with a better regulation. You're going to come out with a better rule that not only protects what they're trying to protect, but also protects the industry as well. You know, we're sometimes an advantage because we're a small business. In most cases, dry cleaners are small business owners. Um, And nobody likes to put small business out of business. (laughs) So if you're having a conversation where both sides are listening, you can come out with an agenda that works for both people. Ultimately, the Los Angeles Committee clarified the proposed legislation addressing the concerns aired by dry cleaners and the trade organizations, stating implicitly that the proposed ban would not extend to dry cleaners. For American Dry Cleaner, this is Dave Davis. 